back to Boys and Ghouls Film Review. I'm your host, Sarah Stevenson, and this is my co-host, Mike Stevenson. Hello, guys. Mm-hmm. And um, Mike is here. He's going to introduce our next feature film or mini-series movie film. You are going on too much. Just say, I'll introduce it. Okay. Mike, <laughs> take it away. Lovely. Okay, okay. Today, folks, we're doing a two-part TV film that was done in 2006. Hmm. It's called The Curse of King Tut's Tomb. Tomb. Or, also known as The Curse of King Tut. Now, this was starring Casper Van Dien. Now, we all remember him from Starship Troopers. Mm-hmm. All you girls, I'm sure you liked him. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And But the, the leading lady is Lenore Varela. She's really mm. something to look at, guys. Woof. And the mean, horrible, nasty guy. Mm. Is a guy called Jonathan Hyde. He plays a Morgan Sinclair. Dun, da, da. Yeah, so Casper Van Dien plays Danny Fremont. He's our intrepid archaeological hero, much in the line of Indiana Jones type stuff. Mm. Oh, actually, um, this, the feeling of this is a little bit like the mummy with Brendan Fraser. It's a little bit more lighthearted. Yeah, but, um, but it's just um, mm. the way he's dressed. You know, Casper looks. He looks he, like Indiana Jones. He's a bit Jones. between Indiana Jones and. Um, Whatever. Bug Logs out of the mummy. Brandon um, Fraser. Brandon Fraser, yeah. So, <laughs> a, a cross between, not quite as serious as um, <laughs> Harrison Ford's character, Indiana Jones, and not quite as funny as Brandon Fraser. He's mm. sort of in the middle. But yeah. anyway, it's really, really good. Um, do you want to take over now? It's, oh, it was a TV film, like I said, the two parter. Yeah. And uh, it was written by a guy called David Titcher. Hmm. And I think it was uh, it's a Hallmark Entertainment production. Mm. Yada, yeah. yada, yada, yeah, yada, 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 yada. Our way, Sarah. Yes, yeah, so the story takes place with um, a gu- the um, Casper's character. His character, as we discussed, is Danny um, Fremont. Fremont. And he's out of his, going out of his way to secure this special tablet that's... That's divided in four parts. He and his arch rival, the um, evil Morgan Sinclair. Sinclair guy, has already gotten three of the pieces. But he, Danny is trying to secure the final piece. Does that remind you a little bit of Laura Croft? Didn't weren't they, weren't they ch- chasing around some parts of something rather to put together at one stage? Mm-hmm. True. I wonder if they stole yeah. the idea. Eh? Yeah. At first, just at the beginning of this movie, he was about to secure. Danny was about to secure the third piece, but dear old Sinclair is tra- is tracking his trail, and just like um a, ca- a certain character from um Raiders of the Lost Ark in the, in Indiana Jones's movie. Oh, what's, um, the, yeah, what's the name? Um, Balak. <laughs> Balak, yeah, yeah. Balak. Somehow he One comes to the site and takes the it, treasure off of him. him. What was yours temporarily? It's now mine. <laughs> well, that's what this, yeah, this, this Morgan sings there. It's a bit like, he's trying to get these pieces of this old ancient artifact from, which dates to pre-Egyptian history, so he can uh, bring mm. an evil god back to life, or bring back this evil god yeah. in our realm and take over the world and get all this power and stuff. It, it, it looks it's a good, fun thing. Yeah, and, it's, done, yeah, and he belongs to a secret society, Hellfire Club. Yeah. Actually, I've heard of a name, the Hellfire Club, but it was more into satanic worship type stuff. But 
I think Alistair Crowley or somebody had something to do with it. I can't mm. remember now. But Yeah, anyway, yeah. Um, their, their main role in this movie is, is world domination and yeah, yeah. gain control over yeah. the world. Yeah, exactly right. Mm-hmm. And who wouldn't? What a, everyone needs a hobby. Mm-hmm. Yeah, something like that. Anyway, um, what Sinclair presents their, his findings, and they're not pleased that he is slow on the um, research. Well, yeah, it's really, see, his head boss of the, the Hellfire Club is um, Malcolm McDowell. Uh, yeah, played uh, by him. Yeah, played by I can't remember his name, but Malcolm McDowell plays a role. And <coughs> Sinclair is saying, oh, well, I'm taking all these bits and it's going to be really good for us and everything. No. Sinclair had his own hidden agenda. He wanted these things for himself. Mm-hmm. And um, the head of the Hellfire Club was getting annoyed it was taking so long and yeah. couldn't understand why he wanted so desperately. And he thought it was a load of rubbish initially and then he thought he came yeah. on board a bit and then he became disenchanted with him. And they kept saying, well, how come the other guy can find them and you can't? We should have hired him instead. You know, yeah, that sort of stuff. So... <laughs> Yes. Yeah, well, yeah, well. Yeah. anyway, they decided, after they found the third piece, they decided to um, get him, his, um, try to make him less important in the eyes of the world. Oh, yeah, they tried to discredit him so he would be forced um, into obscurity so people would believe his tales. Yeah, they kind yeah. of, um, he got fired from the university he was working in, and, he, and his mm. um, publisher refused to write any more books he, about him, well, yeah, or well, uh, for him. Publish him, yeah. Mm. Yeah. Mm. yeah, because the whole point is, um, and each Sinclair one of- and uh, Danny, well, yeah, yeah, Casper's mm-hmm. uh, role, uh, mm-hmm. were looking for the same thing, and um, Sinclair wanted to get it before him, and they both knew it had something to do with, believe it or not. King Tut's tomb. tomb. What a what a great name for a movie, hey! Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, yeah. So this is before dear old Howard Carter found it. Found yeah. it. So it was still missing. Mm-hmm. He lost it. <laughs> oh, no, anyway, whatever. Yes. Anyway, um, so they discredit him. He's a public disgrace, and that's not good for and any of him. A loser. And thinks that that they won't be able to pay for his next trip to do his next find. How are you going to pay for a meal at McDonald's? <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, his friends are not really supportive. They want a plan to go off to uh, Brazil but, but, to but, yeah. uh, for a di- to look at a diamond mine. Yeah, and, and do some work down there and come home pockets full of money. Hmm. Yeah. Or mm. diamonds. <laughs> well, pockets full of money from selling the diamonds. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. yeah, so they're not as supportive, but they try their best to beef up their friend's morale by feeling making them feel better. Exactly. Yeah, and they tried to find the maps to Tutankhamun, but both um, um, Danny and Sinclair. and Sinclair, they both got um, frauded by oh, fake maps. Oh, there was fake maps over here. I mean, every man on every street corner, every kid has a map, you know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, a lot of people... Um, well, it's hard to believe if if most of the stuff you find is real or fake. Oh, uh, there's, so, there's a lot of fakes out and there. Yeah. A professional would know. Even back in those days, would notice the difference. They would notice certain markings, and I think that what the lady that what's her name in this role? What the lady's name or the role? The uh, leading character. Well, the leading ca- uh, character Lenore Varela plays. Um, what's her name? I didn't write it down. Uh, um, mm. Whatever. <laughs> so, um, 
Uh, Azalea Bar- Barricat or something. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, Az- Azalea Barricat. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, well. Go? That's a good memory, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, well, she... Azalea she, sounds like a plant, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, well, she explains that that certain... Those um those maps are out are not real because because yeah. no doubt in the old days they would have these would be written on papyrus and not yeah exactly right. and well, not she, she was need uh, need to so yeah and she, she studied all the ancient antiquities yeah, she, so she knew fakes from real ones and stuff so she's yeah. a really clever lady yeah she's also also um, worked at the um ex, uh, museum of antiquity I think thing. yeah and. They kind of fired her, but her boss fired her because he's selling artifacts to private collectors instead of sharing the the um the the um history with exactly. the world. The world yeah. as, as, I mean that's that's a problem. I, mean, I don't know about nowadays because a lot of the digs nowadays are sponsored by universities and museums anyway. So everything goes back to the country who sponsors the dig. Well, not everything. Some things go back to the country who sponsors the dig and, and, and other things stay in the museums in that country. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's why there's so much stuff in Egypt. But in the early days, when the guys like the French and the English and whoever yeah. went there, mm. they would actually dig it up and yeah. take it home mm, to yeah. their own country. Yeah, if you guys right, heard of the totally story right. of the Rosetta yeah. Stone, that was taken by a few French um, archaeologists to try to figure to decipher the um, language, if yeah, I recall correctly. Yeah, they gave a guy called Champollion mm-hmm. who actually deciphered. I think it had three languages on it saying the same thing. Mm-hmm. So I, can't, well, I can't remember what languages they were offhand, but mm-hmm. yeah. So he, they knew one of the languages, I think, or two of the languages, I can't remember. And from that, he cross-referenced it back and he figured out how to read uh, Egyptian mm-hmm. and hieroglyphics and stuff. There you go. And this Champollion guy... Fantastic. What a clever man. Mm-hmm. A linguist or whatever he was, yeah. Oh, mm. language. Yes. Anyway, we are digressing from yes. the storyline here, yes. are we? Mm. So our beloved archaeologists, they try to find the um, the play, the um, tomb comes to him. Um, Danny gets found out that by his diggers that they're not going to pay them and they kind of threw him off the site and they drive off and try to... Um, find out another lead if they could, yeah. which they do. They find um, a soothsayer who who predicts um, the future and possibly get messages from the beyond. He was getting them from beyond. He's getting beyond any. Uh, yeah, really weird. He's getting them from ancient Egypt. Yeah. Ooh. At one point in one of the scenes, we see him on the ground and something is burned into his chest. A map. A map. What a great place to have it, hey. Yeah, so no one's ever going to take that, eh? You have to skin you alive. True. So he, um, Danny kind of traced the map on a piece of paper in a, in the sense. Yeah. And that kind of that map eventually does lead him to the the right site in the place. It, yeah, it didn't actually look like the site we went to. Oh, but I'll, I'll change the top top of this moment. We have been to Egypt. Haven't we, Sarah? Oh, yes. And we had the Valley of the Kings, the Valley of the Queens, all the odd grubby things. And uh, Now, this movie, believe it or not, is based in Egypt, but it was all filmed in India. And I must say, um, you can't tell much difference. So some of the architecture is obviously going to be different, but they kept the feel up. And it felt like, hey, you're really in ancient Egypt. Mm. Or, you know, not, not ancient Egypt, Egypt of a uh, hundred years ago because yeah. it was based in uh, 1922 and that's about a hundred years ago and yeah 
it's um, the old parts of Egypt that remind me of the movie and vice versa. So mm-hmm. the, um, it's a credit to the guys that made the movie. They, the realism is quite nice. It's good. It feels mm. great. Mm-hmm. Yes. Carry on. So um, <laughs> they find the, the, um, the right site and they found, guess what, Tunkhamen's head. Uh, yeah, he, he's, he's face mask. Yeah, the, face uh, mask. The, the golden mask which goes over his uh, corpse. Yeah. Yeah, and um, he shows it to his friends. They're all excited. Woohoo! And they decide to play a trick on Sinclair, who's digging in the wrong place. Yeah, they buried the savior in his sight there to make him feel that, hey, we're on the right, uh, the right path over here. But. There's a big <laughs> problem there because it they dug it too thinly. It never did. Yeah, the ground was too soft and yeah, the powdery, which too means soft. it wasn't old ground or new ground. So Sinclair, being another Egyptologist guy, realised that it was a plant. Mm-hmm. Uh, it didn't look like a plant. It looked like a piece of gold to me. <laughs> but anyway, um, but he yeah. In other words, it, yeah. it was too an easy. Yeah. Too, um, too, they the dug it a bit too, more deeper, maybe. No, the it ground would've... wasn't solid. It yeah. would have been hard packed dirt. You know. Like almost digging through concrete. Mm. Not quite, but almost that bad, really hard. But mm-hmm. it was very soft like beet sand, mm-hmm. which means someone had already dug it up and put put back over it. So yeah. he knew that there was a bit of a, what's the word, shenanigans going on here. Yeah. But he, mm-hmm. he knew it was a rural antiquity, mm-hmm. but it didn't, didn't belong there. So yeah. <laughs> yeah, soon they do find the, the um, exact spot where the tomb is. And everyone is happy, even the lady who um, somehow is Danny's love interest is all excited. She says, oh, look, we found a few curses on the ground. We're going to all die. Oh. And they're all excited. We're going to die. We're gonna, yeah, and they're yeah, like, yeah. and the um, rest of the car, cr- crew says, what are you all nuts? And I said, no, we're on the right track. We found it. Yay. Yay. <laughs> Actually, it wasn't de- deemed to be a comedy, but they're... And they did have elements of comedy in it yeah. uh, to, to light up like any good movie would. So, hmm. yeah, there were a couple of little funny bits like that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And um, in this, I didn't say this at the beginning of this um, podcast, but in this movie, it does have a bit of the a fantasy thrown into this movie. Where well, we'll get on to that. Do we, they bring Tutankhamen back, like they go back in, they go into the netherworld. You yeah. Know? In this case, yeah. um, dear Tutankhamen, he's more than just a boy king, is is the history's books would they mention. They made him, so son of Ra, was, who was actually made to battle Seth, yeah, and one of the protect, evil gods. Yeah, and protect the mm. world in Egypt from near devastation from those yeah. demons. Yeah, well, Seth was a demon, or head god demon type guy, and... Mm. Uh, he was there to battle him and to put him back in his place. And, yeah, and um, that tablet yeah. I mentioned is sort yeah. of... Um, that was his power. Yeah, and, and it, it sort of uh, opens the door... To a portal. To, or bring, portal to that underworld. And bring all the demons into our world. Yes. Not but that, very nice. But that, is, that comes much later yeah, on. Yeah, but that's why I had the, the thing here. So they, bro- uh, they broke... Um, Tutankhamen tut, mm. uh, broke it into four pieces... And he scattered the four parts of the world. The one part of it, the fourth part, was buried or, or entombed with Tutankhamun Ex- in his burial yes, chamber. Yes, exactly the reason why they're all trying to find Tutankhamun's tomb. So that um, Danny could probably get the piece, probably protect it or destroy it, or well, if that, the other guy well, could declare... Well, he tried to um, yeah, yeah, it didn't work. No, well, bugger. Yeah, well, anyway, they soon find the um, tomb. Um, 
he they open it up and there's all this beautiful stuff. Just like when Howard Carter found it in the mm-hmm. olden days. Yes, mm-hmm. and for a bit after a few bit of checking here and there, they do find the piece, and they when they're about to clean up the tomb and get and give everyone their fair cut. Um, yeah, well, yeah, they had a deal with the whatever. What do you, what do you call it? Present whatever. Whatever had guys in Egypt. <coughs> so they could actually take the stuff and sell it and whatever. And then once they found everything, the deal was changed. Everything's going to belong to Egypt. And they'll get nothing for their time or efforts, no compensation. They were really annoyed. Yeah, well, it's, uh, I mean, well, who, they were the ones who put the team together. And they and paid for And their it's time. just like if you're going yeah. to a film sh- shoot, you need to give them, give Something. the crew and the team something to make sure that they are well looked after yeah no, it's a bit rude it is rude that they I, 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 I think that's a little bit a little bit is based on reality because mm. i mean some of these third world countries middle east or whatever i mean they do tend to change their mind on things quite easily mm. um yeah, I, won't, yeah. I, didn't, I won't say they egypt but i mean mm. yeah so it's really hard it's all based hard, on a handshake Mostly. Well, you know, even the piece of paper they don't honour. Mm, true. Sometimes they just change their mind. No, we've changed our mind. Yeah. We don't like what you're doing. It go away. Mm-hmm. But we spent hundreds of thousands of millions of dollars trying to yeah. do this dig, and you tell us to yeah. go away and leave the stuff alone. Now, so mm. now we found it. Mm-hmm. No, no, that, that's not right. Yes. So they're told to go um, off. Of course, um, Danny was and the nice lady um, were able to put the. Um, ta- half the tablet into his backpack before they left hopefully in, to save it from any bad guys meanwhile exactly uh, yes and eventually they tried to destroy it they got one of their fr- friends who do- deals with dynamite he's a crazy and guy you like him he <laughs> tries to blow it up but there's no so no dent on it yeah, not bad. Well, see, it wasn't made of earthly materials. It was mm. made by the gods. Mm. A little bit like the ring in um, Lord of the Rings. Mm. It had to go back to the Mount, Mount Doom and mm. be thrown into the volcanic lava and stuff to Ooh. destroy it. So he, he couldn't destroy this. Yeah, so this yeah, is one of those pieces that anyway. cannot be destroyed by any human-related weapon. Yeah, exactly right. Mm. Yes, it reminds me of an earlier film, pro- film project my friend made who's... Well, it's a bit of a spin-off version of um, a fan film, I, I should say, of and it's, which is called Indiana Jed, and they were out to find a piece of dangerous artifact and try to destroy it that way, but somehow they couldn't destroy it for gosh knows reasons. And, well, but luckily, they do. S- but eventually, they do yeah. save the world in that one. Yeah, every good Indiana Jones movie turns out in the end. Generally, yes. mm-hmm. even the fan base ones. Mm-hmm. But anyway, yeah. anyway, um, now that they realize that they cannot destroy it, but somehow, um, um, Saint Clair does find get wind of where it is, and they were able to steal that piece and and somehow go to the tomb and do a bit of their hocus pocus mumbo jumbo and <laughs> summon. Sets power and Saint Clair is the volunteer to get zapped into his well, body. Well, not a volunteer. He's the one invoking him, so he yeah, got some, he, he kind of he got a little bit of his power. Yeah, so, and yeah. with the power, the the other members see him as a bit of a threat. Yeah, let's get him get rid of him. Yeah, and they see, and they send their best 
um, assassin. assassin to get him whacked. But it doesn't go according to plan. No. It seems that Seth's power gave him a second sight. And he knew the guy was coming up behind him and he invited the men, sat down there and and made him shoot himself. Hmm. Yeah. And then he brought his body back to the uh, Hellfire Club. So I've got a, I got a little prezzy for him through his body into a suit. Yeah, and with yeah. Um, Seth's power, he gets a fireball and starts disintegrating the rest of the members. Yep. And then he's there by himself. He's going to cheer a meeting. Who with? <laughs> Quite right. Uh, they always do that in these movies. They get rid of everybody and sit down. Now I'm in charge. In charge of what? Mm-hmm. All the other guys are dead. You're going to bring a demon in the world. You're going to decimate the world. There's going to be nothing left. What is the ne- the evil guy, this Sinclair guy, actually going to be in charge of when it's all over? I don't know. I mean, I think he's <laughs> seeing as... That- well, I don't know the full. What a moron! Why he, what he got planned up his sleeve, or what he's he and Seth have agreed on? Well, I haven't agreed on anything. It's, 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 that had not even spoken to him about this. Yes, he, yeah. he wasn't on his payroll. Yes. Anyway, <laughs> he brought on brought a lot of the demons into the world, yeah. into the human world. And yeah, they looked like there was a boss guys, didn't they? Yeah, and <laughs> all the while these humans are trying to fight back these creatures. In reality, there's nothing there. Like, they're yeah. seeing hallucinations. Yeah, or well, dreams. The, well, the spirit. Yeah. The spirit more so. Um, I'll say, they, so those who they want to see them can see them, and those, and so when they're ready to be seen, they would be seen. Mm-hmm. That was yeah. it, so. Mm-hmm. So, running out of time, um, Danny realises that we mu- they must get the tablet in order to go into the underworld that it mentions in certain Carmen's tablet and wake yeah. him up and maybe defeat the monster, defeat Yay. Set. Yeah. So they sneak into St. Clair's apartment, That's steal so the um, tablet yeah. and head off to the dig well, site. Insured. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you have an insurance policy covering it? Mm, no, no, I don't. No. So they soon arrive at the site um, with no problem on their part and they start heading inside, found a bit of a um, <laughs> hidden passageway that leads down deep to, deep to the underworld. under to the under mm. the um, Tut's tomb which means that this this part of the tomb was never made no. by human hands well the, yeah some guy uh, some Egyptian guy says wasn't Agent Egypt marvellous and um, yeah, we should be Danny says to him says this is predates Egyptian history yeah. it was made by somebody else pretty much he's, mm-hmm. yeah. meaning it was yeah. built bef- long before Tutankhamun came along yeah so is it, the Tutankhamun was actually built on top of this mm-hmm. which is a, a, probably a doorway to the netherworld mm-hmm, mm. true so they go inside they even meet encounter a horrible long um, statue snake yeah, that like, somehow a comes bit to like life. like a basil scout of Harry Potter, you know? <laughs> it comes to life and <laughs> is about to eat them, and a bo- guy who and has the, the dynamite gets snapped up with a, the dynamite a, in his hand. He had, yeah, he had <laughs> the dynamite lit in his hand, going to throw it at and the snake ate him, and so he was inside the snake when it blew up. So he obviously died, and but the snake did too, which is handy. Yeah, mm-hmm. handy. Yeah. Yes, so... It was a big snake. Yes, <laughs> as they keep going into it, they soon find the the... The um, entrance, or not the entrance, I mean the portal into the underworld. Yeah, just opened up in the ground there behind the photographer yeah. who fell in. What happened to him? Um, he might have died. No, he <laughs> fell down the hole through the portal to the underworld. 
And when they went down there and jumped in the hole, he wasn't down there. Yeah. I wonder... Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, so, come on. Yeah, yeah. anyway... As they as they as made a mistake yeah. there, didn't they? Yeah, and St. Clair is right on their heels and they have a bit of a small gun battle before they head into the portal and... With the luck, they all jumped in, or some of them jumped in, well, because jumped, the others got killed. In. Oh, cut, yeah, well, yeah. Well, our heroes all jumped in. Yeah, and yeah. the world is pretty mm-hmm. bizarre. Yeah, it was something like hell. Yes, well, that's what um, Dan sa- yeah. Danny says. He says, this this is some kind of hellish purgatory thing yeah, that yeah, yeah. Egyptians described in myth, all that stuff. Yeah, and a, a lot of cultures have that sort of um, story about hell or some n- netherworld that was supposed to represent the uh, yeah. the other place. Yeah. yeah. And thank, seeing as they didn't have their their special um, soothsayer um, um well, for some reason that he's gone, he's been killed. But another volunteer um, somehow shares a um, a well, bit well, of a, yeah, well, t- a possession thing yeah, t- between got into two one or two, uh, somebody there and said, "Pretty much follow me, go this way, do that." Yeah, and they find the found their way to where Ra was entombed, hidden in a wall. Yeah, they, they found him. Marvelous. Yeah. Now but, let's go on to uh, a couple of couple couple of quick things. Some of the scenes down there, the mm. sky was really swirling. Nice, and the special effects were great down there. What do you think? Oh, it just it did, it did feel like hell, but not like fire and brimstone like the romanticized ones in all the movies. Like, oh look, there's a yeah, big fire nothing there red, nothing um, no, just, gory. No, just a little dismal place, and it really had a really depressing sort of atmosphere mm. and it, dangerous <laughs> and stuff. And yeah, right. it was good. Anyway. Yes. So anyway, as our story progresses, St. Clair and his friends come come to the Neverworld and they tend to kill the rest of the good guys. Yeah. And, and summon Set eventually. Yeah, yeah. So, which yeah, he does. He, he kind of summons Set. And Set is, um, well, at least a bit pleased to see St. Clair. <laughs> yeah, so pleased that he gave him... A big hug. And, and ate him. And ate him. <laughs> Or sucked him out. Well, sucked him in. Well, sucked him. Transferred him into ashes and sucked him inside his body. Yeah, yeah. yeah which, he kind of did. Yeah. Saint Clair, when he was possessed with all Set's powers, he was doing. That um, he was people. doing the same thing with the other victims. Yeah. And well, I guess um, he, Set didn't want to share his powers anymore. No. So why he, should he? Yes. So he yeah. sucked up the um the host. Guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, Bugger and you. now yeah, it's yeah, up to yeah. um, Danny and and Tunkama and, and his lead Azalea, hero, Azalea, whatever yeah, yeah, to finish off set if they can. And and lo and behold, yes, Tunkaman works really, really hard. Yes, in well, a very short battle though. Yeah, just so short, you know, a very he, short battle. At first, set um, Tunkama is is a little bit run down, like he'd just been sleeping for thousands of thousands of years. Yeah, well, yeah. And um, the, yeah, the leading lady yeah. calls to the sun god, telling him to rise to Carmen from his, you know, and gave him back his powers. Even yeah. though a little bit hard, like Han Solo coming out of carbonite. Yeah, and somehow he eventually does get his powers, and he somehow saves Danny from falling into the abyss, into well, um, acid water. Well, we don't know what the water. We don't know what the water is supposed to be, but it looked very nice. Mm. I don't know whether it was swimming, big swimming pool or sewerage or acid or, you know. Yeah, or something. Anyway, or something. he saved him yeah. and he takes down Set in a few. Yeah, wham, bam, thank you, ma'am. Yeah, yeah, yeah and he you. soon 
brings the uh, final two uh, characters back to the to the um, his tomb, and yeah. he says that um, what everything th- is as it should be, or will be as it should be, something like that. They didn't yeah. know what he actually meant. Yeah, and, and they said you better leave now. And then everything in the tomb started coming back like, to the oh. way it was before they took all the gear out there, yeah. which means he was going turning back in time and yeah. undoing yeah. everything. And Tune come yeah. and thanks dear Danny for all his help. Yeah, he does. And he actually got his name right too, Danny. Yes. And Maybe he always knew he was destined well, to help him. Well, ancient Egyptian. He wouldn't say hello, Danny Fremont. You know, it's would yes. say gobbledygook, gobbledygook, whatever. Yeah, he but did yeah, speak yeah, in there. He got his name right. Yes. Anyway, they, he read the script. they head out of there. It was just like in a reverse um, cave and only Yeah, and, and then they got just got, got out the whole thing sort of... Cut sealed up like it was never dug up. Yeah, and um, Toon Carmen returns to his crypt. Like, now he's actually inside a yeah, crypt. Because yeah. beforehand, just so you guys know, um, his t- his his sarcophagus was, was not there. It was empty. Meaning that his, there was no body, there was no sarcophagus, just nada. So the young man had a chance to lie down in his, in his Meaning his he's finally resting and in peace. And probably within six months or 12 months, how it goes, they're digging the bugger up again. Yes, anyway. So when they returned uh, to Danny and the leading lady, re- returned back to Cairo. To the, to the real world. They, they <laughs> soon see the whole world is back to its normal subject to a couple of changes we'll go through at the moment but yeah they can't yeah all, all, there's no damage everyone's as it should be um but one of their two of their friends died one died yeah in the real world before they went down to the underworld one died in the underworld and they were both there and they had no recollection of what happened yeah and one of the, the bomb guy i told you guys about he's no longer in the a bombing bomber. business he's now an artist an artist hmm. uh, yeah it's, and um this mad soothsayer, mystic guy who was being possessed by everybody, you know, by demons and whatever, uh, was now a well-respected mystic uh, and had posted a the place saying how wonderful he is. Yes. You know, things like, just uh, things had changed. But yeah. the biggest thing was, do you want to say about the girl? Yeah, the girl was engaged in much later... In the beginning of the in movie. In the beginning of the movie. To this uh, Egyptian guy. And we find out much later that he's... In this in the in this new timeline, that he's already married and has kids. And two kids. So yeah. So Tutankhamun saying, okay, look, you really love this Danny guy, so I'll arrange things so you two can be together. Isn't yeah. that lovely? When it's cl- it is clear that by the look when she matchmaker make me a yeah. match. No, no, you gotta admit that in that scene where she sees him across the um way there, it looks like he, he recognised her and he's happy oh, to see he, her. No, he looks at her, smiles a pretty lady. So he's, so he's not bad. You know like a Brendan Fraser had uh, Rachel Weisz. Mm-hmm. Well, she was a bit like Rachel Weisz. Pretty dark-haired girl, lovely figure, very attractive. Yeah. Like, and, she, and she had gee, not enough name like um, Lenore Varela. She couldn't know if she's Spanish or something like that. She had a nice foreign accent. And was really cute. She was a lovely lady. So yeah. So anyone would look at her and smile. Yes. So, uh, so now everything is different and a bit better. I wouldn't be surprised. Now he's got his credibility back, meaning he's probably still a teacher. He's teaching, again. and yeah, he's yeah, still, still publishing yeah. good works. And he got an idea for a new book. He said. Yes. And what's the new book you wanted to write? I, do, I, I don't know. It. I think said, it was about. Oh, I got a book about. Yeah. I think it was about the tomb common thing. But, I don't know. And I don't remember. of course, the maps, the map that he had on his possession, he gives it to, to Howard, Howard Carter. Carter, the guy who was accredited for finding Tutankhamun's tomb back in the twenties. Mm-hmm. 
Yes, Funny and that, hey? yeah, and the final change up is that now that he's he can have a relationship with the lady now. Lucky. Yes, and we <laughs> then we cut to to some um doc you know some stock footage of Howard Carter discovering yeah, the term. Yeah, yada, yeah. yada yada yada. You get this picture. You watch the movies. You get the popcorn. You get the popcorn, <laughs> and now you know the the story that Howard Carter discovered the term, and a bit few people died in in during this discovery, and it made history or, and headlines. 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 Oh, headlines. headlines. <laughs> so oh, headlines. No, no. So everything's changed, and every uh, all except for. The only people who do remember is the two ca- yeah, characters. Yeah, yeah uh, Danny and uh, um, Azalea. Yeah. Yeah, they, those two guys. They remember, but no one else knew it because, I mean, yeah. they'd been down there and everybody else's lives were taken back to, like, before it happened. Yeah, and made yeah. better, like... Yeah. Like oh, actually, one of the guys had was dying of TB, and he's, he's, he's probably been cured now. Yeah, meaning he may have never had it. Well, he, well, yeah, they might have got it so he didn't get it and die. Um, yeah, little things like that. They had little, nice little tweaks there. Ra, yeah, Ra was happen. happy that Tutankhamun did the job and Tutankhamun was happy, so... Yeah, and everything is better. They made everyone you know, who mm-hmm. got involved with it on the good side of it have a slightly better life. Yeah, anyway, Danny does eventually propose to his girlfriend after a long courtship and they next plan the next adventure <coughs> of finding... Probably the lost Ark, Noah's Ark. <laughs> That's right. I mean, I mentioned something about Mount Ararat. So, yeah, I think they're going to go, oh, we go there. So, Noah's Ark. I mean, honestly, no one really knows where Mount Ararat really is. Mm. And if Noah's Ark was actually on Mount Ararat. So, it's, yeah, there's a lot of, yeah. Yeah, but then again. And a lot of the crystal skull in there, Jones, that was a fake anyway. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah, so. Why make a movie about yeah, it? As we're yeah, saying. Yeah. The, st- the film then fades out and we are left to guess that they've gone off to their next adventure. Yeah. Da-da-da-da. It's like Indiana Jones riding off to the sunset after the, uh, last, the, the last, last crusade. Oh, yeah. I love that scene. I bet oh, if you Actually, we've been there too, haven't we? Yeah. yeah Pedro is good. Anyone, hey, look, look at right at the moment we're going for a really bad time globally, financially, because of the stupid virus. When things get back together, at, you know, worldwide, maybe next year or something, rather, and the economy gets stronger, yeah, the Middle East is not really a bad place to go for a holiday. Mm. I mean, go on an organised tour. Don't do your own thing, uh, because the tour guys know where to go, and they'll, tell you, they'll, you know, if a, they'll keep in in touch with local authorities if there's a problem in an area, which we had. Uh, a couple of times, uh, we were told that if there's going to be a problem, we would go somewhere else. Um, yeah, so it's safe to go for a whole lot of these places mm-hmm. if you go on an organised trip. Do not do your own thing, because chances are you will get into trouble somewhere. Uh, and yeah, yeah, and that's yeah. And safety in numbers too. Yeah, I certainly mm. loved when we went to Petra in the Middle East. Well, yeah, we, we did um, Egypt, Petra. Jerusalem. Uh, well, Israel. Uh, and then while we were in Israel, we went and uh, we stayed on a kibbutz for a week and did an archaeological dig. Yeah, uh, that was a really fun um, yeah. archaeology dig. We were, I mean, but we were digging underground. We we're in a cave. Yeah, and we it found great. and we found some awesome stuff there. Yeah, we did. I mean, Mike here said he found um, um, uh, so, some some, some plates which were unbroken and stuff. Yeah, and I found a very big wine jar. Yeah, it's in pieces, but all the uh, pieces were there, and they'd get, they'd get that and take it back to the washing area, and then. Give it, you know, get it all cleaned up, and then they'll put it together using some sort of latexy glue or whatever yeah. they use, mm-hmm. and actually reconstruct it, and that would end up in the museum. Oh, we also found a lot of um, sheep's bones there too. So, oh, sheep's, yeah, sheep's, yeah. There must have been a lot of sheep over there. Mm-hmm. 
Oh, well, now think about it. When Jesus was born, they had shepherds sitting out there in the field, so they would have had a lot of sheep. Mm-hmm. Sheep might have been one of their um, prime uh, livestock type thing. They might have maybe less cows and probably more sheep. Mm-hmm. They're a smaller animal to work with, mm-hmm. and then and yeah, maybe they would never. They, maybe they didn't have a lot of cows out there, yeah. but they might have had some. Yeah, I can't yeah. admit I did enjoy. Because I did remember the fil- killing the fatted calf mm. on the prodigal son, mm-hmm. so they must have had cows there as well. Mm-hmm. I'm or, going good here, aren't I, folks? Yeah, um, or they maybe used it for sacrifices and well, left the bones. No, there. They would have eaten them as well. Mm-hmm. Not, you know, some some stuff goes to sacrifice, and some goes in your th- in your guts. You, know, yeah. you get hungry. Yeah, you know, Kentucky Fried Chicken. Some for me, some for sacrifice. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, as we're dr- digressing again. What? Um, <laughs> Well, the movie was pretty interesting, and I've seen it a couple of times in the past, and I thought this would make a good um, podcast episode to review for this one. Well, I think it's great. I mean, uh, it's, it's, it's in the same spirit as, say, Indiana Jones and the Mummy movies. Only but, a bit yeah. more fantasy than... A less had more fantasy, yeah. Yeah, and not... Um, uh, well, unlike um, Indiana Jones, where it had a bit more fact... You know, facts and Well, yeah, well, a lot of Indiana Jones stuff is actually based on real archaeological stuff. Now, the first one was the Raiders of the Lost Ark. Now, it was based on the Ark of the Covenant mm-hmm. uh, in the Bible. Okay, there Moses had it and it was, and it was spirit of the way. I've got some theories on it, but we're not going to go into that now. What was the next one? That was the Temple of Doom was the next one? Yeah. The Temple of Doom was based on some sacred rocks in an uh, Indian culture. Now, some of these old cultures did have sacred things like that, sacred mark rocks and different things. These rocks came from the sacred river. So, yeah, chances are that was based on some, some sort of reality. Um, mm. The third one was the uh, Holy, last Holy Grail. No, not the last crystal soul, the third one. No, that's what I was saying. It was the Last Crusades one. Oh, I'm sorry. Last no. Crusade, that was about the um, <laughs> the Holy Grail. And that was another antiquity that people have been looking for for thousands of years. Um, yeah, but last one, Crystal Skull, we won't talk about because that was a fake. I don't know what... I mean, it's made a good movie, but I would not have made yeah, it any I read Jones somewhere movie. that Steven Spielberg was not too pleased about that particular movie. I think he preferred it that The Last Crusades was the last episode yeah. to that but said see, movie. I mean, if, it's a, if, if The Crystal Skull was a real antiquity, it would have been different, but it was disproven mm-hmm. even before the movie was made. So why the hell make it? It broke away from... Um, I would say the tradition, well, the, the tradition of Indiana Jones basing the themes around real archaeology. Yeah, he's not a, he's not um, alien scientist. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah, aliens, come on, guys, flying saucers, please. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Not, I'm not, I'm, I'm sceptic and I preferred his story yeah. accuracy yeah, when you think about it. Yeah. Well, not his story. I mean, this considering that both topics, you know, in the last, in the last. Arc. I mean, I mean, Lost Ark and the um and the Last Crusades yeah. being religious artifacts, yeah. which was that's what archaeologists would do. They would mm. chase these old religious antiquities and other things from the past and try to find them. But the crystal skull, which is fake, and they go somewhere and they find the spaceship un- under the ground and mm. and the temple and some or some other things built around it and stuff. Yeah. If the if it it, it lost. I'd lost something. Yeah. In anyway, the last movie. I'm going back to okay. the um, rich, the story yeah, we're now. We're just talking about. Yeah. yeah, yeah. While this yeah. is fantastic, <laughs> the Indiana Jones stuff, um, the um, this one with Casper in it, um, it's more to do with fantasy and ma- and 
A little bit of action. It's a action little bit of action. And it's not very, I mean, I'm not going to pick at the story here, but, but seeing as Tunkhamen was no more than just a, a king pharaoh in the story. Like he, yeah, they made him a bit more. They made him a bit more, made him a bit more like a god. An action in, hero almost. Action hero, <laughs> god, whatever, for this movie. Yeah, but he only had a small part in it, didn't mm-hmm. he? The last... Um, what, 10 minutes of the yeah, movie? Yeah, I kind of... I do have one thought about the What's movie. What's Yes, sir. Um, while we may have... when Now that they're in this new timeline where everything's back to normal, um, does is Sinclair or the um, the Sun... The Fire group, are they still around? Or they or they just been eliminated from this timeline? I, I really don't think Tutankhamun would have brought those guys back to life. Ooh, that's a good idea. I think he would have brought the good guys back to life because... They were fighting on his side for the good of mankind. Um, yeah, I think that's. And he just let the let the, yeah. old, the, the other guys die. Yeah, you know, I think that. Yeah, did. or at least um, uh, had Saint Clair's parents say, um, let's not have a kid now. Let's wait until a couple more months and then we'll have a kid. Or, yeah, yeah, whatever. Nick, or getting run over by a horse and buggy or something. Or, or yeah, something. Yeah. But, <laughs> <laughs> but something, yeah. But, or yeah. have them live different lives, like yeah. in this yeah. one timeline. Um, everyone's living a little. I mean, like the um guy who's the bomb guy. He's the become a painter, become a an painter. artist. Yeah. Which means maybe the other some hey, of the other. They could have made him a tree hugging hippie or something or other. <laughs> no, no, wrong no. time, Dad. Oh, wrong, sorry, but sorry. Who sorry. knows? They may have um sent he may have sent Saint Clair into a um a madhouse. Or maybe <laughs> made him a philanthropist and, and did and do a lot of good for mankind instead of evil. Ah. Oh, Yes. That'd be eternal, wouldn't it? Mm-hmm. Mm, there you go. Hey, maybe uh, the um the fire group guys they may have gone off to to hey. do something else. Yeah, something good for mankind. Mm. They could have made them all nice guys instead of horrible self serving assholes. You can't say assholes, okay? <laughs> well, it's not a swear word. <laughs> I know, but it's not nice. Kitties might be listening, okay? I mean Will said assholes. Uh, a couple of uh, sections ago. <laughs> yeah. Well. Anyway. Yeah. Um. Who knows? Maybe they. Maybe they could have been eliminated in this new timeline. They could have. They might. I oh, mean, or, or, or changed. Or changed. Mm. It's up to um dear or two. I don't want to change Malcolm. I like his character. Yeah. Evil. He's always a sinister <laughs> evil guy. Really maybe good. he's gone off to I Fantasy like Island. <laughs> That's right. He could be Mr. Rourke or something. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> because he does go become. He, in another role, he did he did play um, Mr. Rourke in Fantasy Island what in the movie, TV series. TV? Oh, well, yeah. Oh, the, oh that was second, the second series, wasn't <laughs> yeah, it? Yeah, the 1990s oh, okay. version. Oh, I saw the going. original one uh, years ago with, um, oh, crikey, what's his name? Uh, French, French guy? I can't, I can't remember. Mm. Uh, I can't remember his name now. Yeah, yeah but yeah, he, he must have been the second series. <laughs> or the reboot or whatever you want to call it. Yeah. But anyway, well, I, look, I liked the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, it's got it's a good fun storyline. Yeah, um, yeah, it makes you want to be there. Yeah, it's like I, like I, I've I've always liked those sort of Middle Eastern sort of based movies like um, um, Death on the Nile. That that takes to Egypt and other movies just take you to the Middle Eastern sort of countries. And I like this because it feels so good. I yeah. mean, I know it was done in India. But it felt like it was in Egypt. And I do like Egypt and those sort of places there mm. in antiquities. I did think it was yeah, kind of romantic yeah. and kind it's, of cool. Oh, yeah. But anyway, go for a holiday, guys. It's really good. Yeah, now, I d- now just, just getting on something. This was um, this movie was done by Hallmark Entertainment. It was a TV movie, two-part um, 
TV movie. Uh, got, each part goes about an hour and a half. Mm. So it's a long watch. So if, if, if you can manage to get a copy of it, I think we got ours from... Do we get it on Amazon? Yeah, I think yeah. we got it on um, Yeah, so Amazon, you should be able to get a copy of it. Um, it's a good watch. Mm-hmm. Um, I like it. I mean, it's it's a good balance of a little bit of horror. Not a lot, It's not a lot of horror. It's more fantasy action to me. A, a little bit of horror. Yeah, the, the, the monstery guy and whatever, and the guy sucking eyes inside him, himself. Yeah, okay. Mm, whatever. But, yeah, more fantasy action. It's good, fun movie in line with, say, Brendan Fraser's Mummy. Along that, it's about as much... It's about as, there wouldn't be any more horror now, I wouldn't say, but it's a bit more. It's fun, fun mm-hmm. adventure action. Mm-hmm. Yeah, agreed. Yeah, yes. but yeah, but it is fantasy horror. Yes. So, how yeah. do you want to rate this movie, Mike? Look, um, gee, I mean, I keep giving high marks, but we, we're picking good movies, so I, I look. I have to say, it's up around nine again. But we have to, I keep saying we have to watch a really rubbishy movie and get say this is worth about two and a half. But you know, um, yeah. Well, I've been. We have to look for a crappy movie. I know, I know. Uh, but you know, you don't, you don't want to watch a crappy movie. I do want to watch a you crappy do movie. It's not just that um, I just don't want to um, bore my viewers and no, bore myself with no, something that may turn yeah, out to no, be. No, it's fun. We watch a crappy movie like Hostel, and I don't want to. And I don't want to. Um, I don't want to be nasty about you know nasty yeah, to it. it. Just say, the point mm, is, if it's a crappy movie. And everybody else thinks it's a crappy movie, mm. and we're only echoing our own personal feelings and the feelings of the rest of the world. Mm. We're not saying anything which hasn't already been said. Mm-hmm. So everyone believes it's a crappy. It's like the, that movie, The Room. Like you won't watch with me. It's a, it's it's the worst movie ever made. I think, uh, and it's cost millions to make. It made about a th- couple of thousand dollars. You know, but yeah, that sort of stuff. It was a crappy movie. So we got to find some. Not so good movies to say. Well, it was bad because the storyline wasn't really good, or the acting was a bit funny. Yeah, that's all stuff. Mike, I haven't rated the movie yet. I don't care. I do. I want to rate it to you, no dummy. (laughs) Okay, (laughs) rate it nine. Yeah, nine out of ten. I mean, uh, with um, um, costumes, um, similar costumes. They look good. They look good. And and location, and let me see the special effects. Um, they had a bit of CGI, didn't they? A little bit of CGI. Something a bit, it might have been a touch of green screen as well. Uh, yeah, yeah, you can't do without it. But yeah, probably. when the little kid was in the middle of the road, when the camel wagon was going out of the top there, and that was either two layers or green screen or mm, whatever. Just might be anything of it. Yeah, yeah. So it was just little things. Yeah, but it's good. It was but by the sounds of it, the camel looks like he was he was just. It doesn't look like he was going to trot over the kid. Yeah, but had a picture of the kid sitting there on the, on the road. You saw the wheels go past the kid mm-hmm. on the road mm-hmm. yeah, and the camel running it. Yeah. So, yeah, it was, it, was, it was a good effect anyway. So yes. there would have been a little bit of green screen, a bit of CGI. CGI was not overdone. The monster and his little bat-like creature things, which, uh, which was part of him, they looked real enough, I think. Mm. They, uh, they didn't look too, um, what's the word? Uh, to computer generated, they, mm-hmm. they yeah. look pretty good. They look pretty good. Yeah, I did think that was I did, and I also enjoyed the storyline for this one too. Yeah, yeah, and just uh, enough love interest in it to make it interesting. That little bit of magic in there, and the, and the boy meets girl, and yeah. the girl thinks guy's a bit of a creep and loser, yeah. and he ends up the girl anyway. That's not too bad. Yeah, well, it was, it was a bit of a surprise when I found out 
in the story that she's already engaged to someone and and she never even bothered to mention it to him to till much later in the well, um, it was a need to know basis, episode, wasn't it? The first mm, episode. Yeah, it was a need to know. You don't really need to know. Yeah, but, but it was a surprise to him though, because yeah. it was pretty clear that they were growing some chemistry there, and he really liked there it. There was. You could see you can see the sparks. Yeah. <laughs> you could hear the juices flowing. No. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> So anyway, this has been a really good um, review on this one, thanks to Mike's um, sarcastic nature. What? Yeah, <laughs> so that's, that's my job. Of course, it is. <laughs> we won't hold it against you. <laughs> sometimes it's hard to find humour in what we're doing, and sometimes I'm hard pressed. But sometimes mm-hmm. it just comes forth, or even come fifth. You know, it just comes, and I just, I just let it out. You know? Yeah. Yeah, um, like fart. And if, and, if, and if it's really, really, really bad and really, uh, I, I will edit it. Sometimes this will go through an editing process, and no, I will not let something out like a fart. That's rude. Now I will. We will do edit out occasionally, especially if we drop um, a naughty word occasionally, accidentally. Um, yeah, we don't want that to come out. But words like assholes, okay. I think. Um, yeah, I think it's a, that's not really a swear word it's just it's part of your anatomy isn't it yep okay so guys that's all we have today for this podcast so I'll see you guys next time till then unpleasant dreams (laughs) (laughs) see you now guys I'm dreaming